Chapter 17, Tennis It takes a long time for Sirius to recover, well into the night. Remus stays close by his side, and every time Sirius catches a glimpse of the other man, he looks as though he wants to offer something that will help, but they both know nothing will. Sirius can't eat or drink. He can't even sleep, not really, not in any way that truly matters. They sit in mostly silence, Sirius's head aching too badly for him to manage much speech for a while. Remus shifts around the flat, like he's searching for something, poking through cupboards, disappearing to the bedroom. Sirius watches him from where he's tucked into an armchair, legs pulled up close to his chest, like he's trying to hold his body together through sheer force of will. You should lay down, suggests Remus when it reaches the early hours of the morning, the windows around them dark, only the eerie yellow lights from the street beyond shining through, the fire flickering an odd burnt orange glow over their features and casting dancing shadows that Sirius has been studying for longer than he can remember. Why? It's not like it'll matter, mumbles Sirius, tongue slow to cooperate in his mouth. He feels weak in a destructive way, every part of him shaky. Remus stands from the sofa, walking over to hover above him. You may not be able to sleep, but it could still help, he insists. When's the last time you rested? Really rested? Not just sitting or, whatever happens when you pop back into existence over the floor. When's the last time you stretched out in your bed? Sirius doesn't respond, chewing it over inside his head. He doesn't have an answer, though he knows it's been months. He glances up at Remus and the other man smiles at him, holding out his hand. Come on, he urges. I'll help you. Sirius is slow to move, but he finally reaches up, Remus snagging his fingers and then his arm easily. The other man hoists him up, Sirius's legs trembling beneath him, his muscles trying to lock and give way at the same time. Remus wraps his arm around Sirius's back and guides him down the small hall to the bedroom, supporting him as he lowers himself to the edge of the bed and then swings around so he can rest back, head cradled in his own pillow. As lousy as he feels, the simple comfort of his own bed is a remarkable thing, Sirius thinking Remus had been right, and that maybe there's something healing within it. Remus turns away from him, angling towards the door, but Sirius reaches out and grips around his wrist, keeping him from moving any further. Where are you going, he asks, feeling some odd sense of panic rising in him. I'll sleep on the sofa, comes Remus's response, peering down at him curiously. It's fine. You need the bed more than I do. I can sleep anywhere. No, don't go, pleads Sirius, and he hates how pathetic he sounds. Remus frowns at him, clearly not understanding, and Sirius drops his wrist after a moment of thought. Never mind. I'm being stupid. Remus continues to stare at him for a moment before he's dropping down at the foot of the bed, eyes studious. Why are you scared, he questions finally, voice and features soft. Not. I'm fine, denies Sirius, not looking at him, gazing up at the ceiling instead. His thoughts bounce around inside his mind like a tennis ball ricocheting, causing his head to ache in a worse way. I'm not scared. Sirius, prods Remus gently, leaning forward a little, and Sirius swallows, his chest hitching around his breath a little. What, what if I disappear, 
he manages to choke out. No one would know. You wouldn't be here and no one would know. I'd just, I'd be gone. I feel like I'm barely hanging on by my fingernails right now, and I. Okay, says Remus quickly as Sirius's words become more frantic as he speaks. Okay. I'll stay. I won't leave you. Sirius nods, but he still can't look at Remus as he climbs over Sirius's legs and moves to the empty side of the bed. He leans against the headboard, but after a brief moment of hesitation, he slips down, stretching his limbs out beside Sirius's own. It's a small comfort, but a comfort nonetheless. They lay in silence for a long time until Sirius finally rolls to face Remus, the other man already on his side, watching Sirius curiously. He inhales a breath, his lungs expanding with it, an automatic thing that serves no true purpose now. I don't understand, he says quietly, and Remus frowns a little. Why you? Why are you the only one who can see me, touch me, talk to me? Why do I have to be with you to leave or to, feel like I'm real at all? Remus shakes his head, his expression pinching a bit. I don't know, serious, he murmurs. I wish I have an answer for you. I don't, but I've been wondering the same thing. Sirius sighs heavily, curling in on himself. His knees knock into Remus's. We'll figure it out. And if we don't? Remus doesn't respond, but Sirius had not really expected anything when he'd asked the question. They remain like that the rest of the night, Remus eventually drifting to sleep as Sirius watches. He spends his time counting the freckles spreading across the other man's nose and cheeks until he finally allows his own eyes to fall closed in a mockery of rest.